Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to podcast number three for us of Swinging Along. Uh, it's been a pretty eventful week. It's the start of a new week, Monday, and we kind of caught up on a whole lot of sleep that we missed on the weekend. Got our gym session in for the day, and I'm going to be getting ready to do what I've been doing best lately, which is kind of going on cam. Yes, she is a hard-working woman at nighttime these days. <laughs> I am officially a woman of the night, and apparently officially a woman in the sex industry, which, what are you going to do? Because sex is fun anyway, might as well, you know... Get paid for it. Yeah, but not actual physical sex, because that's prostitution. This is the legal form, apparently. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, hey guys, we're just going to um, kind of dive right in, because we actually had a very eventful weekend. Um that involved another female who is pretty much on the way to being what we think we found a unicorn, a temporary unicorn, because she she doesn't want to be a full time for the rest of her life <clears throat> unicorn. But um, but we ha- we still haven't decided if this is going to become a unicorn or if she's going to become more of a girlfriend for you. It's a feeling out process. Um, it obviously takes time to figure out where everybody's comfort level is and in what way. Yes, and so. Um, part of that eventfulness, which trust me, I plan on diving into the the juicy details of what happened. Um, we part of the reason why we do this podcast is because we're trying to also make swinging and open relationships and open about your sexuality um, the norm. You know, not looking at it as abnormal, and we're trying to come out to people basically. And we had a few friends that we had kind of somewhat told that we had a little bit more of an adventurous sex life. We we confessed them that we've had threesomes and what like not you know whatnot. Um, but uh, this weekend was the first time that we actually fully kind of came out to we, our closest friends. We fully embraced it. Uh, it's funny because we were actually <clears throat> earlier in the week we were talking about when the point in time is that we are going to fully come out to everybody, so we don't have to hide our life. As badly. Yep. Obviously, My they don't need to... My mom's going to kill me when she finds out. <laughs> I mean, they obviously don't need to know every aspect of it. But one of the simplest aspects of it is another girl in our life. Yes. And we should be able to embrace that and enjoy it. <laughs> Sorry. Karen, I'm always clearing my throat. I think Karen needs to take her inhaler before we start the podcast. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's, I, I definitely just took a drink of my soda and it went down the wrong way. And I definitely held it in. Um, <clears throat> so, basically... Um, Chris had put out a a whis- on Whisper. Um, just a little app. Uh, app. Uh, just hopped on Whisper, put out a little uh, feeling out ad type of thing, and just saying, hey, just looking for a cute female to chat with and, you know, get to know us. Had a couple responses. Most not very good. Most usually men, even when you ask <laughs> for a female. Very odd dynamic, well, by the I mean, way. Well, I mean, I love the men, so yeah. it does. <laughs> you do. But, you know, I mean, I guess there's a, you know, when I'm asking for a female, you're probably not going to get the best response as a male. Now, I put out ones for a male. And feel free. Blow it up. Flood my inbox. I will pass them all along the to the wife. Yes. So, but you have to be at least 18 or over. <laughs> Preferably 21. I can't... No offense, guys, but I, I'm I'm 31. Now you got to be able to have a drink with the got to be able to have a drink. I mean, not... I, I'm a firm believer that you should not be drunk when you're engaging in these things, these episodes. Be Unless it's with our, our swinger friends that we have because we've already swung with them numerous times. But 
having a drink or two does sometimes relieve some some nerves and 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 plus it's fun i i love wine and i love vodka and you know that's all 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 good and dandy right there so no, absolutely. So uh, I did get one response from a particular female. We're going to call, call her B. We're going to call her B. And we kind of got the chatting. I came, as we were chatting, I went right into the details of what we were looking for. Uh, on, oh, we're about open and honesty. And I told her I was married and that we were looking for a female to chat with and maybe develop something of a friendship and more in and out of the bedroom. Uh, could be short term, could be long term. Yes. Uh, long term, preferably because it's you know it makes it. Yeah, I don't really like flipping around too much with uh, trying to find them. The women yeah. are harder. Men are easier. We can find you men well, all day long. That's the whole reason why they call them a unicorn. Exactly. They're impossible to find because women and no offense, ladies, and I just think you guys need to be way more open minded because. Uh, which is kind of funny because when we dive into what happened this weekend, it was the complete opposite of what I expected. But, ladies, we have to be way more open-minded with each other. And you know what? We actually, ironically, have two women that are pretty open-minded. But but B has m- progressed more. Yes. Uh, B just has a little bit more favorable of a free time schedule. Yeah. Comparable her to weekend, ours. Her week, she, she has children as well. And so... Her children go to her ex-husband's house every the same weekend that we don't have children. So it's literally perfect. She has Wednesdays off so we can go to dinner and things. And it's it's working out really, really well. Plus, she's bisexual and she's very, very open about her sexuality and what she has done in the past. No big deal. Um, so, you know, we, we talk for a while. Um, I give her my Snapchat because it's a little bit easier because the Whisper app can be a little annoying at times. Things delete and disappear. Yeah. Uh, I give her my Snapchat, and we start talking on there. Uh, we exchange a few pictures. Yep. Um, we talked for a good three weeks, two, three weeks. Yeah. I mean, he was very open and honest with her, which is, like I said from the very beginning, communication is key. Very, very open and honest in terms of that he was married. He sent her pictures of both of us, you know, so she could see, and, and basically told her, what we were looking for. We were looking for someone to have some fun with, you know, threesome way, but also um, to kind of also fulfill a little bit of my cuckold fantasy um, or to have someone that you can kind of go with and then tell me all about the experiences. So what ended up happening is we were talking to her and then all of a sudden, you know, she had, she, she, the, the one weekend that we were trying to meet up with her, it was her birthday weekend and she was going to go down to AC and then unfortunately this girl just had the worst luck possible and her birthday plans were kind of ruined but she, but she was still trying to make stuff happen and we were yeah, like you know absolutely. what we know all about that though sometimes yeah we're, we're going to go out we're going to have our own fun and you know what we'll meet up with her again so this was the next available weekend and she well we was, actually planned to go out on Wednesday because oh, that's her other but free we had, day. We kind of had a nor'easter that dropped 18 yeah, inches of snow. Yeah, we kind of got <laughs> plowed with a snowstorm It there. was like, like Mother Nature was like, no sex for you. <laughs> you know, we we're going to go out, we we're going to have some food, have a couple of drinks, get to know each other. So, okay, Mother Nature kind of fucked that one up. Exactly. So, I'm talking to her and, I, and she says, well, I'm free Friday. What about you guys? Absolutely. We have the whole weekend free. We have no kids on that weekend. Right. Uh, so, we made plans to meet... Um, we actually uh, decided to pick her up so she didn't have to drive. Yeah, I mean, she she was very much, you know, I wanted to have a few drinks, and she's very she's very anal about that, which I actually respect because I mean, no, I mean, we we Chris has a seventeen year old um, daughter who's good. I mean, sixteen year old. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm pushing driving, her head. We'll be driving very shortly on our own, 
And yeah, she may not be the one out at 3 a.m. right now, but you can still have problems in the middle of the afternoon. Right. So we definitely do not condone that. And listen, between me and Karen, one of us can have the few drinks and we always have someone else to drive if need be. Or to be honest with you, the places we usually go, we can Uber or Lyft for very cheap. Oh, yeah. And um, even, even, I mean, even not. This was something that I wasn't going to Uber at our house, show up with the Uber driver no, to get no. her. We wanted to pick her up, so we agreed that you would drive. Yes. Um, I had a long week <laughs> of work, so you were like, hey, you can unwind and whatnot. So um, we pick her up at the house, and she comes out, and it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. She's got like pink hair but like long hair and and it just it's like a red pink and so pretty nice body big boobs um gorgeous girl and she gets she gets into the car and it's like we've been friends forever you know because that's one of the awkward things is i didn't want to pick up in a car because it's like how do you how do you start talking you start talking do you have a conversation well i will tell you between her and my wife Neither of them have a problem talking and making conversation. So they're like a dynamic duo of perfect fitness. It was probably the first time that I was quiet like for as long because I and and I enjoyed it. It wasn't like she over-talked. Everything she spoke about was interesting and you know, I got to know her and part of me thought maybe she talked a lot also because she was a little nervous in meeting me. Um but I I just I kind of just sat there and drank my drink and enjoyed the conversation, but when when we got into the car you know we started talking and I I immediately brought up her birthday because I asked her about it and she told me all the horribleness and I felt so bad and I was like you know what we need to do something for this girl so uh, we went to PJ's which is right down the street from our house and we get there and it is mind you it's relatively early it's seven o'clock because we were going to kind of grab something to eat but so Chris and I are on this new lifestyle change where we only eat lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be green. So, so we basically were we were only eat, we ate beforehand and she was gonna grab food and we were gonna drink but we wanted to go out relatively early. Yeah, we, wanted we didn't to want beat to be the, late. We wanted to beat the, yes. the party crowd. No. So we because personally we like to get a nice seat at the bar. Now actually we were looking at maybe a high top table so we can all be looking at each other and communicate yeah. properly rather and, than having that three person bar seat is kind of awkward at times. Right. And what's funny is we go to PJ's often as a couple that most of the bartenders know us as being married that was kind of hot that we were going to be bringing this this girl there. Well, we normally sit in the outside enclosed area. When I tell you at 7 o'clock, we, we had to park on a side street because it was that packed. And the problem is, is that PJ's... It's another five to ten minute drive to another bar. Like, we, you know, we, we didn't want to, like, have to get back in the car after we saw this parking. So... I'm like, maybe there's going to be a seat at the bar outside. There always is. You know, it's always jam-packed inside. It is packed. We go outside. We're walking around. Yeah, and you know, the swinger... And you made a comment about the the Mother Nature was shining down to interrupt our chance of meeting this uh, beautiful young woman. And I would say the swinger gods were looking down. As we walked through the bar area, the big bar on the inside, nothing. Mm -hmm. We head to the outside where me and the wife usually normally go... We normally go out there because the wife is big on outdoor seating. And we're just waiting for them to open the windows up again. Yes. (laughs) For the nice weather to come back. And we usually sit out there and eat. We go out there, nothing. We see two chairs in. I'm like, oh, I'll just stand behind you guys. We ask the people, they're taken. So we start walking around. And at that point, we're just deciding that we're going to have to go somewhere else. And as we happen to walk back out into the main area where the main indoor big bar is, Three seats, just three, are shining down with a light at this moment. 
I don't beeline it to there. <laughs> I've never seen her run quicker <laughs> to grab those three stools. And there was actually two people sitting next, and I, I asked, them, I was like, "Are these taken?" And or because someone had just left, there was a receipt there and all, and I, I, I want to make sure that they weren't just going out, maybe having a cigarette. And the guys were like, no, I think they did leave. And they there was a pen, like they had signed a receipt. And the guy with his wife was like, just take it. I was you like, move it, you lose it. <laughs> I was on, like, you on got top it. Of it. They didn't actually put the bar stools the way you're supposed to. With the lo- right. Re- signify you're there. Just to lean them. <laughs> exactly. They were not leaning. So perfect. We got seats. A little awkward for a three person conversation. But to be honest with you, my wife and her do an amazing job talking. So me being on the end was perfect. Oh my God. When I tell you guys, it was the easiest conversation I've ever had. We talked about everything. We talked about, you know, things at first, like, what does she like to drink? And then we talked about her kids, talked about our kids. Um, past relationships. Past relationships. And then, I, you know, about two beers in, we had a, we didn't have shots yet. She wasn't a big shot girl. No. No, I no. believe we took one right now. Oh, uh, we did. We did. We, we did the redheaded slug. We did sluts, the redheaded slug. Which that was what she uh, requested. Yes, and um, and she made the funny joke. She was like, "Cause I am one." <laughs> the way, that's like, the way to break the ice. This girl is the girl for me. So, um, we basically are. You know, we're talking, and then and then I I kind of just dived into it. And I said, "So my husband told you really the full deal with us, right?" And she was like, "Yeah," and she kind of dove into it and told me like, you know, you guys are looking for you know, a threesome um, or a girlfriend or you're looking for a girl for him. And she's like, I'm down. And then that's when the conversation kind of turned a little dirty because she was like telling me about past things with with different guys. And, uh, you know, just kind of like telling me about her experiences and, and her experiences with other women too. And I was like, okay, so you're down for this. And she's like, oh yeah, absolutely. And as we're talking, her body language is kind of sexy because she's leaned, she's facing me now. She's kind of leaning in. Her legs keep touching mine because I'm in the middle of you two. And then I have to go to the bathroom. We we, we did a classic rotation constantly because apparently... She has an excellent bladder, and oh my God, we, I don't know do, she... we do not. So. Well, so then I have to go to the bathroom, and I'm thinking, this is actually going to be pretty interesting. I go, all right, guys, I got to go to the bathroom. Um, I get up, and I go, don't do anything I wouldn't do or do it. And she's like, I have a funny feeling that that's not a lot. And I was like, ah, very true. And I was like, don't behave, you guys. And I walk to the bathroom, and you know, I'm going, I go, and I'm washing my hands and fix my hair. And you hop over into seat next, which was my seat next to her. And what do I come out to, honey? Um, a, a little bit of fun. <laughs> uh, I'll say she's an excellent kisser. <laughs> I mean, if these bartenders didn't know that we were married, they were sure as fuck confused as to what was going on. It was pretty much a full-fledged make-out session. They in, were in the of the bar. making out full-fledged. I mean, his hand was on her thigh. It was very hot. And I come back and I then sit in the other seat. And so you two are there kind of talking and chatting. And and, I mean, we we were all engaged in the conversation. Um, But it was just something that, you know, then then you had to go to the bathroom and then I would hop into the seat and me and her would talk. Yeah, we we, we played chair, uh, chair. Oh my God, I can't even get the name of the game now. Oh, I don't know. Uh, We'll say hot potato chair. Um, Musical chair. Musical chair. (laughs) Me and the wife play musical chairs because when I have a couple drinks, I gotta use the bathroom, and I get up constantly. Yeah, he has a poor bladder when he breaks that seal. <laughs> I, so. blame, I blame all the healthy lifestyle you <laughs> led me down, but all the water I drink now. So, so I mean, we're we're still engaging conversation. There's a really great DJ that has this fun, awesome. He hooks up to a couple of the TVs and plays like fun videos with them, and we're really just having a good time. That she's kind of like, listen, guys, 
I'm down for whatever. If you guys want to leave or whatnot, if you guys want to go to a different bar, if you want to go back to your house. And I had this moment of, I didn't want to take her back to our house right away because A, it was, we kind of drove her. So we would have to, you know, either take her home in the morning. And and I kind of really liked her and, and I wanted to respect her. And I was like, you know what? Plus, she hadn't drank in a while. And she had... Yeah, she was feeling pretty She was good. feeling really good that I was like, uh, the first time I'm with someone, I want to make sure that they are 100% Consensual. consensual. Absolutely. And I was like, you know what? Let's just have some flirty fun at this point. She was available all weekend. If if things, you know, go right for the remainder of the night, we'll just hang out with her tomorrow night. So <clears throat> I decided, hey, let's go to this another girl. Bar. This girl didn't have a she had a sucky birthday. Yeah. Let me take her to go look at beautiful women, but not a strip club. Let me take her to the tilted kilt. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, I only had like one or two drinks, so I'm perfectly fine. We were there a good a good three, four hours. Yeah. So those two, they're fi- both feeling pretty good. We pretty, are pretty tipsy. Pretty I buzz, am a little tipsy. But they're we're having a great time. Uh, she was amazing so far. So we hop back in the car. I drive them over to the Tilted Kilt. We go in there. We three perfect seats right at the end of the bar. Yet yes. again, like it's perfectly <clears throat> yeah. Because we've set up. We've been having some bad luck at the Tilted Kilt with you thirsty dudes. Listen. On a, on a weekday at lunchtime, my bar should not be filled with men, okay? Leave some leave a chair open for your girl, okay? <laughs> so we sit down. Uh, the, the wife and I order at least one drink. She, that's when we knew she was getting a little over the limit of our comfortableness of maybe bringing her home, where she ordered a water. Yeah. Um, I ordered fine. a margarita. There's nothing wrong with There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, so, But we didn't want her to over drink, so that was perfectly fine. Right. Order the water. Uh, I go to the bathroom because that's what I do. Uh, I come back out. They're fully engaged in more conversation. And these two, We're I'm telling you. We're kind of touching you, each other. Like, she's can, got her hand on my leg. Definitely. There's definitely some groping of the legs and the thighs going on. Yeah. Some little bit of rubbing on the arm. Yeah. With your fingertips. Yeah. And while, then, while they're conversating. And then, so I decide, I have, obviously, I now I have to go to the bathroom again because I in turn break my seal so well, I go this to, time she was in the middle of us so there was no movie needed for right us. so I go to the bathroom and as I go to the bathroom I kind of catch our bartender coming out and she the, B is so tipsy that she doesn't realize I'm having a conversation with the bartender right behind yeah. her yes and I and I noticed you were <laughs> plotting something so I definitely I definitely just pulled her attention towards me yes and I uh, I basically told the bartender that she had a really sucky birthday is there anything that we can do for her um, I, I, and I told her, I said she was supposed to get an AC, her friends cancel on her, we're just trying to make it up for her. And they know us there at Tilt to Kill, and they were like, absolutely, we got you. So we're, you see a trend here, a lot of bars know us at places, we really have that nightlife we, life. We are nightlife out people. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom, and I come back, and, and you guys are kissing again, and I'm like, God, this is so hot right now, you know? She's an excellent kisser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I come back, and, uh... All of a sudden, I, I see them bringing out her. Basically, they do like this really awesome cookie um, ice cream, ice cream cake with a candle. And the girls, if you've ever been to Tilted Kilt, they're they're basically in schoolgirl outfits. I know they're Scottish outfits, but it looks like a schoolgirl outfit. And their skirts are so, like they're literally in bras. And their skirts are so short that some of the girls, if they don't wear the proper underwear, which I don't mind, you can see their ass cheeks. And they're gorgeous girls. Um, they come out and a whole bunch of them are following the girl. And they're singing happy birthday. And, and they do have men that work there. And Absolutely. The dude, that was the first time we saw a guy there in the last few visits yes. we've been though. The very first time I went to Tilt to Kilt, oh, there was a guy there for my, we went for my birthday. 
Yeah, or your birthday. It was my birthday. No, it was my birthday. Your birthday. Yeah. Somebody's birthday. It was Chris's. Was it the guy that looked like Thor? It was the guy that looked like Thor, and he was muscular, and I was eating him up the entire night, and he was... Listen, I know how you bartenders do it, okay? You see... You play into it because you're working for the tips. I was letting him work for my tip because... He was so sexy, and he was giving me these, like, the rainbow shot thing. I had to do one after another, yes. and it was different colors. And so this guy, though, was, and they wear kilts, the guys, had no ass. <laughs> Literally no ass, but it was so nice. Super nice so, guy. So, so nice. So Absolutely I'm like, you know what? No, no judgment, dude. So they come out with her little uh, cookie, ice cream, dessert thingy. She has no idea until they get around they the clapping. corner, and they start clapping, and then she realizes what's going on. When they make a beeline in our direction, because we were the only ones in that corner. Yeah. And uh, she realizes what's going on, and they put it down in front of her. They get the whole bar. Clap and sing a little bit to her. And and she's a gorgeous girl, so everyone at the bar right now is a guy. Absolutely. So they do the, you know, happy birthday. You're supposed to say, like, birthday when they say happy. And so all the guys are yelling, and then they're cheering for her. And then the the male bartender Mm. made her, like, a birthday cake shot. Yeah, something that looked milky and delicious for a shot. I know. I can't. I think I want that one. (laughs) I'm going to tell them it's my birthday next time. You know, so she blows out the little candle in it. She takes the shot, and they'll walk away, and she just... Karen just looks at her and says, I couldn't let you go without having something for your birthday. Exactly. So, and she was so, like, appreciative. And she was like, thank you so much. And then she she fed us her dessert. Yes. In a very sensual way. But then again, we knew that she was drunk because she dripped it all on the both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She happily licked it up. (laughs) Yeah, she did. She dripped it on my white tea and uh, she definitely uh, licked it off of me. And I was like... All right, we need to go home. So, <laughs> so we decide that all right, we're ready to go because she she's kind of swaying a little. I had another, I had had another cocktail, and I'm like, all right, it's time to go. It's already pretty late. So, I let her sit in the front seat of the car. Yes. And I sit in the back, and I, you know, you got your hand on her thigh, and you guys are talking and everything, and it's so hot. And we get to her house, and I get out to get in the front seat, and I was like, gave her a hug. Yes. And kiss on the cheek, and I said thank you so much. And I, I kind of gave you the eye. I think we're pretty telepathic right now. That I was like, you better make this a good good night, and like kiss. And you guys just get into like a full fledged makeout session. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was definitely. I as soon as we were pulling up, I knew I was gonna get out of the car and give her a kiss. Can I? Yeah. Um, it was just meant happen that way although I, I kind of felt a little cheated because the way i where my the passenger seat and where you guys were standing i couldn't i could see that you guys were embraced for a very long time but i couldn't see the make out and the only way i would have been able to see is if i leaned I, like I, out the window and that would have been creeper status I, I thought about that and i thought i wondered <laughs> if she would like lean towards the driver's side door to see if she can catch a peek um uh-huh. sadly that was the only one you didn't get to peek at there because you saw the other ones at yep. all times uh, but she was wonderful. She was amazing. We said our goodbyes. I told her I would text her um, when I got home and uh, gave her a text, a goodnight text when I got home and told her I would talk to her in the morning. Right. Morning comes around. I hit her up, ask her what she's doing. Uh, she tells me she's still kid free. I said, well, you should come out with us. We uh, have a local <laughs> bar. We're going to leave names out of this one because this one's very close to home. Um, of everything. We have a local bar that we frequent on Saturday nights every other weekend yes. for some good karaoke. Uh, we know the DJ. He's a great dude. We know the bartender. He's an amazing guy. We usually end up with a very good bar tab. It is literally the epitome of a dive bar. Yeah. It used to be an American Legion that was turned into a public bar. And 
when I tell you that my husband and I can drink all night and our bill is only $40 and we're talking like shots, drinks, and we we order salads at the bar now when we're we're hungry, that it was a fantastic time that when you, when you go there and then you sing, I sing and everyone gets me to sing every time. It's a great hole in the wall. I turn into a stripper when they play pour some sugar on me. It's it's an amazing (laughs) place. And, um, we're obviously you never know what's going to work out in life, but at the moment, I feel like we're all feeling each other, and we feel like that there could be a connection in something there yes. of a more serious girlfriend type for us type of thing or right. wh- whatever road it heads so, down. So we turn around and we decide that you know what we're gonna bring her with us to this thing because we wanted to still hang out with her, and she basically had said, "I want to come and sleep. I want to spend the night at your guy's house tonight." And we're like, all right, so we're doing this. And I knew that it was going to be a little bit better because she even said, I don't want to drink a lot tonight, but I want to come hang out. And I was like, all right. Beam. So she, I'm sorry. Okay, no, go ahead. I'm she sorry. went and got her tattoo earlier that day. And uh, we told her when to, to come and meet us. Yes. Uh, be in mind, this place we're going to bring her is where we hang out with all our closest friends and even my brother. Yes. We know almost everybody at this bar, but we... So we really, other than our swinger, like I said, we have a, we have like a double life. Um, other than our swinger friends, we really only have a close knit of 10 friends that we do almost everything together, non-swinger related, right? And I believe only three of them have an idea of our life. Two of the three were there. Right. So what your brother knew. My brother and. Because his brother actually had, (laughs) so there's a girl that my brother, or my brother-in-law has a crush on that comes, um. Oh, it comes to the bar or you used to have a crush on because she's taken now and uh we're gonna dive into that story another time but he really liked her and he could tell how she always hung around me she would hang around chris and i think he actually asked you the one day did you guys fuck her uh yes uh <laughs> it was actually it was very funny because i i'm just gonna guess a day say it was on a saturday i don't remember what day memorial day was yeah but monday literally, was it's monday. always on uh, a monday honey uh, <laughs> My bad. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So literally Monday it happens, you know, great time. And Wednesday. Yeah, but that'll teach me to throw a party on a Monday night because the next day getting up for work was, oh my God. And literally like <laughs> Tuesday or Wednesday, like not even a day or two later, something comes up. I don't we went to a bar. It was when we were still, I think, going to uh... the other bar that yes. we used to do karaoke at. Yes. Yep. Um, and we some a comment was made and it was just me and him and I made a comment back and he looked at me and goes why did you guys fuck her and he kind of had a crush on her so I was like no what are you talking about <laughs> yeah we kind of lied but uh you know it happened so so he obviously knows about our lifestyle anyway so yes, and one of the brothers in this scenario that'll be coming up shortly knows the other brother I don't believe so <laughs> no he no. was not around a for that know. conversation <laughs> a okay. did not know so basically, we turn around and and we we uh, she meets us here. Um, we got a good half hour before we gotta go. Yeah, we ha- we're having some drinks and she's talking about her tattoo. Now I'm I'm going to tell you this, guys. Her tattoo that she got, and I'm gonna explain this. And if you can just let me explain it, because I kind of had that connection with her. She had just gotten two tattoos that day. She had gotten her the constellation of her sign behind her ear, very small. And she had gotten a, a sexual assault survivor uh, symbol on her. I know what you guys are thinking. Well, why is she in this lifestyle? This is like the typical type of person. You know, she she's she's using her sexuality, but she's been a victim of it. And that's not the case at all in this. Um, 
this is something that stemmed from her ex-husband and it was a very bad situation, but she pulled herself out of it. She went to therapy. She helps others that are, are sexual assault survivors. And she, I had actually asked her that question when she told me on Friday what her tattoo was going to be the next day. I actually asked her, are you sure that you're then that you're a hundred percent comfortable and ready to be in this? Because this isn't, this is like a relationship, but it's not going to be a permanent. This isn't somebody that you're going to marry or anything like that. And she was a hundred percent clear minded. This was before, you know, we were, we were drinking and things like we had one drink in us, but yeah, this, this is was, not this the before, typical uh, I have issues type of girl that's trying to fill that void by this. This is someone who has made a journey and she's conscious of this, but she had had this tattoo done and it looked phenomenal. So we have a few, you know, we, she brings over like a wine cooler because she really doesn't want to drink that night that heavily. And so she has a wine cooler. I have um, a beer and so we get right, we go. So we're talking to her. We're talking up this bar. We're talking up our friends. We did tell her that this is the first time that we are bringing her, like someone like this around our friends. And we want to, we want to come out of the closet. And we asked her if it was a hundred percent okay if we're doing this. And she said, yes. I said, do you mind that people know that you're kind of there to be flirty with us? She's like, no, I mean, she, and she even said, if I'm going to become your guy's girlfriend or something, I want to be able to come around and hang out. I understand that we might not be able to be as flirty depending on the situation, but I want to be a part of our, of the, you know, your lives. I mean, God, there's times where we can't be as flirty because of the situation. Sometimes you just, things are going <laughs> on, you're busy, there's a ton of people there. Exactly. You know, that, when, when Karen is there with her three or four good female friends that go there, I hardly ever see her. Yeah, I bounce around the bar you and know, I'm talking and to everybody. I'll be honest, I'm probably playing pool most of the night or and I'm in the she bathroom rarely sees out me. with a dude, so <laughs> we'll get so, to that later. But. So we definitely, there are times where we just can't be as flirty to ourselves, so... Mm-hmm. The fact that she was cool with basically being, I don't, what do you call it? Like, not really our, she was popping our cherry in it, most to speak of out in the open. Yes. Of being this out in the open. With so, people we know. Right. So we get to the bar before everybody. Um, we got there a little bit early and we play pool. Uh, literally, again, we're such regulars that we don't even have to pay for the pool to give us the key for the table so that we can just keep playing unlimitedly. Absolutely. When we get there, the only people there that we personally know are the DJ. Uh-huh. And the bartender. Yeah, and a couple so, people that we see that are regulars, but yeah, we just yeah, kind of wave to them. Yes. Like the one dude that saved the, the gift card for me that I left there by yes. accident. Um, so anyway, we get there playing pool. She orders a salad because she's hungry, and she's trying to wake up from, you know, she had a long night the night before, and she orders herself a drink, and, you know, we're, we're all letting loose. And then the two friends show up first, and they're brothers. They've been friends with us for a very, very long time. I introduce them to my friends. B. And the one friend that knows about our lifestyle, the one brother, G, he goes, he kind of gives a look, but not like a bad look, but he's kind of looking like I've never seen this girl around before. He never brought her around. I think he's wondering if, if she's a part of this lifestyle. Yes. And then A briefly like shakes her hand and then immediately beelines it. Did he? Because I don't remember. I thought I called him back <laughs> for that reason. Oh, well, he kind of nodded, but oh, then he yeah, beelined yeah. it over to the DJ. Yes. And the Very shy. Right, very shy. And mind you, B is looking hot. She's got this top on that she basically told me, and I had to help her out a little bit, like that her boobs were pretty much going to fall out. Well, barely you, covered. You guys agreed on slut night. Uh, yes. In a good way. She went she wanted a little bit more because I just, <laughs> uh, I guess I wasn't really thinking too much. I went with the hooker boots. Yes, so. you both looked hot and amazing. Thank you. Um, so 
we get we get to the bar and or I'm sorry, they get to the bar and everyone starts playing pool and starting to unwind. Me and her go to up to the bar to go sit and to because she she wanted another drink and she felt a little she had even admitted that this was a lot more of a smaller crowd she wasn't as open because we knew everybody and she was just trying to fit in yes so she wanted me to take her up to the bar to order a drink since i knew the bartender i come up and i'm like you know let's just sit here while the boy you you and g are playing you know we can do um, it all night a pool and A's doing his karaoke it, thing. It, He's singing song after song when after song. me and song. G get on the pool table, we could be there hours. Yes, yes. So, and I always like that when they're <laughs> and that's the perfect time. Uh, you know, sometimes we're always like, um, when we, we head out there, we never always really know the extent of who's going to be out there right. or who we know. It could be a dead uh, night. Her it one could be really good night. friend is a super busy uh, with school and all. So, it was great. She has this female friend who now, they're, they, they're connecting so well. They have so much in common. They're getting along. They can sit there. They can chat. Obviously, I'll go make an appearance every so often and hang out with them. But I'm back there enjoying myself, playing some pool. And they go up to the bar, get a drink, and the talk. Yes. So, um, basically, we're, we're having a few drinks and we're talking. And, and and then more people show up that we know. Uh, the DJ's assistant that we know yeah, and, uh, and things he- like that. And so... They're kind of crowding around us, and, and you guys are, are starting to have uh, shots. Yes. <laughs> and we're like, really? We're like two hot girls at the bar, and then we bought a shot. So then, then they ended up buying a shot, and I felt bad because she didn't drink whiskey. And I convinced the bartender to get her a less severe shot in, in replace of the whiskey um, for the same price because the whiskey was on special. Yes. So- and uh, somehow I end up. She ends up going back in, in to the bar with you because I, I was singing and things there, like that. There was a moment that I don't know if you were around for. You might have been in the bathroom. Maybe because, again, and, I had to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Um, <laughs> there was a moment and we're sitting. I'm sitting with her at the bar and we're talking. And she already knows that we are – She every pretty much everything's on the table. Like you can yes. – we're flirty. We're fun. You can kiss. All that stuff. She, I guess, wasn't sure if that continued into this bar. Right. But definitely took it upon herself to kiss me right at the bar. Yes. And I, and I, me and her actually talked about this the next day. I will say, as I did kiss her for, I'd say about a good 20 seconds, I did wonder if that was the first time anything's ever happened in front of anybody. Right. I mean, I'm kissing this other girl that is not my wife in front of people we know. Right. That don't really know or haven't seen us do it yet. And it was about a 15, 20 second kiss. And I kind of pulled away. It was still a great kiss and a really good kiss. And yeah. um, I kind of pulled away and it was, I didn't think nothing of it. And we were uh, all flirty about it and everything. And the wife comes around again and I headed it back again as they're hanging out. And the wife has to go up and sing. I think you <laughs> went to the bathroom before that happened. Because now you're Probably. going up to sing. Yes. And you go up to sing and I don't think she wanted to be at the bar alone. So she travels to the back where I am playing pool with Jay. Yes. Well, she's back there with me, and you're up there singing, and we're, I'm kind of glancing, because it's a small bar, so I could see her from the back, so I never miss her singing. I'm a pretty damn good um, singer. So as we're sitting back there, and as I'm not shooting, I'm kind of just, like, pushed up against her against the wall. And, you know, occasionally, like, copping a, a feel on her leg and whatnot, and leaning into her head a little bit. Yeah. And just being super flirty. Yes, and it was very hot. And I mean, I had seen her back there. I didn't get to really see too much of that flirtiness going on because I was singing. And, and one thing you have to know is when I go to this bar, I'm a social butterfly. I hang out with the DJ because the DJ makes fun of me, but it's our thing, you know. He mocks me. And then I was hanging out with A. A, A and I are 
our nickname for each other is BFFs, you know? So, um, we were chatting and, and then I had gone up and I was talking to those two guys that were sitting next to me and her and they asked me if me and her were a couple or what the situation was because they didn't, they didn't know what the vibe was with all three of us. And I said, Oh, well we're swingers. And that was basically when the one guy was like, why? And I'm like, well, what do you mean? Why? Like, cause it's fun. And he was like, so you're, you're, you're okay with not being enough for your man. And I was like, that has nothing to do with this and at heading all. Back down that road again of yet again, <laughs> bl- blaming the man. Thinking it's his idea, thinking it's, oh, he's just a way to get more ass or whatever. When in reality, this whole thing started with me wanting to watch her with another guy. So maybe I should say I'm not enough. Exactly. Uh, So typical shaming on the lifestyle. Right. What we want to fix. So we're all having a good time. Now, remember, it's daylight savings, which means the bar is actually closing an hour sooner than what it normally does. And we're all wrapping up our drinks and things like that. But you actually had an exchange with Jay regarding your kind of flirtingness and groping of her uh yes g uh made a comment to me and he looked at me and he goes uh so this girl uh she's a uh, part of that lifestyle you guys live and i go yes and i made it very clear that because normally we will if we drink too much we will go Lyft or Uber over to G's house because he lives right around the corner. Yes, they live right around the corner. and we, Or on nice days, you can walk. It has been actually a routine that even when the bar does close at 3, we go back to their house, we hang out. Sometimes we do drive home because we have to be somewhere the next day or yes, we, or we when, just want to sleep in our and bed. And that's when one of us slows down <laughs> right. and gives himself a good but hour. But we also half. actually have our own room in G's house. Like, it's pink and he has refused to paint it because he says it's my room since my favorite color is pink. And he basically, you know, that's there's a bed in there and a TV and everything. That's basically, it's his, it's his spare room. Now, B and A, they're brothers. It's, G&A. I'm sorry, G and A, they're brothers. G actually, or G actually, it's his house. And so basically, he's convincing us to come back. He's yes. trying so hard to get us to come back. I had already told him that we had to drive home because we brought her and she was coming back to our house. Yes. He then tintelled said when he brought up was she part of our lifestyle that we um cuz she said he cuz he says I saw you grab her butt. Well, that tells you right there from the door who she is and why she's there. Exactly. She's, Someone we're getting to know. Now, the bar is getting ready to close a little bit, right? And I was sitting back at the bar with B, finishing up our tab, getting the last round of everything. And all of a sudden, um, I, again, have to go to the bathroom and I have our purses up on the thing. Well, A, the brother, comes up and he's talking to us. Now, A is single and A has been single for a very long time. A has difficulty getting women, and it used to be the ongoing joke that before his brother got into a committed relationship that he used to get his seconds. And I turned around, and I I basically had told A, listen, can you please uh, uh, watch the purses? I have to go to the bathroom. He says, sure. So when I come back, and I, I kind of talk to the DJ for a little bit, so he's basically sitting with her for about 10 or 15 minutes, and I see them talking. And as I come back... He kind of looks like he's being flirtatious with her. He's kind of leaning into her a little bit. And I'm like, all right, well, 
I guess A didn't get the memo, but it's no big deal because she's, you know, she knows it. And she's actually explaining to him her tattoo because I guess he must have asked her, like, what did you do today or anything like that? And plus they all have tattoos. So she's explaining to him the, the meaning of the tattoo that she got. Um, so we all wrap up. We all close our tabs. G is still trying to convince us to come back to his Absolutely. house. Absolutely. It was, it's been a great night. Everybody is getting along. Um, it seems like everybody is okay and accepted our lifestyle because nobody made any comments. Nobody said anything about it. And I can tell you there were multiple kisses, lots of groping and touching between everybody. I think I actually kissed both of them at the bar almost the same time. Yes. And the thing is, is that Chris told Jay, I can't, man, she's coming back to our house. Like it was clear as day that we were basically telling them, listen, dude, we're all going to fuck tonight as a threesome. Uh, and I obviously am not going to do that in your house. First of all, he has the, the bed that he has for us is tiny. But second of all, it would have been kind of awkward. He said, dude, just come back for a little bit. Just come back for a little bit. It's no big deal. You, you all are more than welcome to come back. Fine, we'll come back. And she kind of seems interested. Like she wants to make friends with our friends because she wants to get to know us even more, even better. Yes, and if this becomes something a little bit more long term. Yeah. I know long term doesn't mean long, long term. It just means long term in that lifestyle. Absolutely. Um, she wants to be comfortable with our friends to hang out with us because her goal is she just wants to spend time with us and hang out. Um, so we all head back to their house. We get to the house, you know, we grab a couple of drinks. Uh, well, A starts making me and her, like, he made me a Bloody Mary because I'm, it's like my new obsession, especially with my whole, like, lifestyle change is Bloody Marys. Um, and he asked her if she wants a drink and she actually says yes, um, which is surprising because, you know, she, she kind of, I think, wants to unwind a little bit and she's back at the house and, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it, plus it's a new environment. She's probably just trying to get comfortable. Um, maybe a little, one drink will ease the, maybe, uh, what's the word, the... Is the difference <laughs> of being at some stranger's house yeah. with us, and even then, we've only known we've no, I've known her for a few weeks, but this is only the second time we're hanging out with her. Exactly. So it definitely would ease any issues in your Which, in you. She was attached to my hip, and I didn't mind that because I understand I understood why. I mean, I've had normal friends. One of our friends that always comes out. Um, they uh they she's been attached to my hip a few times when we go to places because you just don't know. So I get it, and I was totally supportive of that. Well, he makes her a drink, and now I look back at it, I'm like, wow, he put a lot of liquor in that, even though she said not that strong. He, he, he put a decent amount of liquor into her cup. She's sipping on it, though, because now she's like, well, this is really strong, and I, I'm not... She Again, she's completely sober. She had one drink and one shot and drank water the entire time that we were there. Um, and so she's just sipping on it, and... We're all having a good time. We're playing with Alexa, listening to music. Um, you know, we're we're joking around. We're having fun. They're heating up pizza. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 wandering around doing what I do, hanging out. My my brother shows up to this place. Yes. Yeah, so and... so my brother in law shows up from a birthday party he had gone to, and he we had a mild exchange with him because. We knew that he was he he had been he kind of drove over. It's a little questionable if he should have even been driving over. So we we took his keys from him and we were like, look, you're gonna have to chill out here. Either slow down your drinking or you're gonna stay here tonight if you're gonna keep drinking. So it's been a great night. Everybody knows who she is and why she's there. 
she they couldn't mistaken that she's there for us because I was all over her the whole night. She was all over me. She, we have videos of her like she was twerking on me and yes, me actually yes, music. Like, I I kept that video. <laughs> exactly. So and I think me and her even made out a little bit in the kitchen Probably, in front of people. Yes, and everybody understands the deal. Listen. I, I told G we had to go home because we were bringing her back to our house. She was sleeping over. He insisted we come back. Out of respect, I debated whether anything would happen. But we were all going to sleep in the same room. Yes. So it gets to be really... A is getting really drunk. Or he's already drunk. And he's kind of eyeing her up and down. Like eyeing her up and down. Like, like what's the matter? Are you eyeing her up and down? Are you aggravated that she won't leave my side? She, I mean, we did a three-way kiss at their house. Like, you and I were all kind of groping on each other that me and her decide, all right, and I was very, very horny at this point. I'm ready to get it in. Let's go upstairs since we're drinking and G insisted that we stay there. So we, me and her go upstairs first and A makes a comment. Oh, look, there they go. They're going upstairs. I wonder what they're going to go do to us, to about me and her. And then you follow upstairs to us yeah, shortly like after. A couple minutes later, it was a yeah. couple minutes after because literally, and I you weren't there for this part. I I shut the door. I go over to like my side of the bed or anything. I put my phone down or anything. I literally have my back turned to her for maybe five seconds, and she's naked, naked, and she climbs into bed, and I'm like, well, shit, I'm gonna get half naked now, you know. So I get naked, and me and her are making out. And it's hot and heavy. We're groping on each other. And I go to slide down to eat her out. And yeah, that's when I, you came in. I basically missed most of that. Because my head was <laughs> under, the, under the sheet. So yeah. you walk in and you, you're dressed, but you kind of come in to start making out with us. But And you, thank God, knew to lock the door. Yes, yeah, so I, I locked the door. So I come over to the bed and uh, I gave them both a, a nice long kiss and... Mm. You know, I felt up on him a little bit and I started taking my shirt off. And next thing you know, we hear someone trying to open the door. Like aggressively open the door. And I thought it was a joke at first because I heard, oh shit, they locked the door. But it didn't sound like mean, you know. And so we start giggling and we kind of get back to what we're doing. Because that's they've done that stuff before, even when it's just us sleeping over there. Like diving into the bed and things like that. It's just what they do. They're, they're goofballs. Yes. And actually, to be honest with you, I locked the door because I had a feeling they were going to fuck with us. Yes. Because of the, situ- the rare situation. <laughs> because even when it's been mean, it could have been just Karen in the room. And they have definitely fucked with her before. Yes. While she tried to sleep. It's and a I given. Asked, and because of the unique circumstance, I just had a real strong feeling that they would try to fuck with us. Yes. So we're we're kind of we're, we're getting back to kissing, and what a minute or two later, I uh, this loud fucking bang and crackling and more banging goes off. It sounds like gunshots, and I'm like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, the smoke detector goes off. A lit off a firecracker outside the fucking bedroom door. So. I opened the door. I see he's got it in his hand, another one in his hand. And I kind of just, before I opened the door, I actually said, guys, get dressed. Something's not right here. We're going to go home. And they're getting dressed. They're quickly throwing clothes on. Once they're fully dressed and I'm comfortable, I open the door. I see A in the hallway. He's got another one. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? And I kind of just like usher him back a little bit away from the door so they could scamper out the door. 
yes, at this point, I'm like, oh my God, I'm, this girl's probably insanely uncomfortable. I, cause I'm uncomfortable. This is my friend. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm literally pull, put my boot on. I, I shoved my bra into my shirt cause I didn't want them seeing me carrying it out cause I didn't put my bra back on. And I literally walked downstairs. I tell her, go out the front door. I go into the kitchen. I grab my purse and me and her walk out, but you have the keys. So I, we get into the car. It's freezing cold. Me and her are dressed like like I, sluts and i'm like shit he's got the key at that point i'm in the kitchen trying to talk to a's brother and say dude what the fuck is going on why is he acting like this um the wife walks back in says i had the keys i gave her the keys i i told her go ahead outside i'll, I'll deal with this and, and he gives me a look because anybody who knows me knows that i will confront you sometimes i'm non-confrontational i don't like the drama but if i feel like you did something wrong which at this point i'm saying what the fuck is A's problem? Because I had looked back at him and he just had this like look of like anger in his eyes a little bit or, or jealousy or something like that. And I was like, you know what? Um, I'm not going to say anything. Chris is handling it. I take the keys. I turn the car on. And so for the next couple minutes, I'm inside with the brothers and my brother. Yes. All four of us are in the kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Next thing I hear out of both of their mouths, the brothers... Is, what are you doing? Karen said she was single. Yes, because they had asked me if she was single and I had said yes because no offense, at this point she wasn't with either one of us. Like this is still something new, you know what I mean? I didn't know what the question was going to lead to. They basically kept saying, well, Karen said she was single and we, your, your response was basically, so just because she's single meant that she was going to sleep with you and you ended up walking out of the house and your comment to me was, I think we just lost our friends. Which, to be honest with you, they were very judgmental of her. Yes. And our lifestyle. The girl just had explained to you that she had a, a survivor of sexual assault and you're going to sit there and try to treat her like a piece of meat. Secondly, even if she wasn't in this fucking lifestyle, then and she, I, she was my friend. My friend I would have introduced her as because she would have been. You think that that was appropriate to teach someone who I'm your best friend. You, you call me family all the time that that's how you're going to treat my friend. No, it was uncool. And for the first time ever, this was a situation where we really didn't do anything wrong. We didn't, there wasn't a two, there were two wrongs to the sides. We kept repeatedly telling G what our intentions were for the night. He kept saying, just come back, just come back. And we did. And then I guess they didn't think it was really going to happen. Or there was jealousy to the fact that, a is single and you're a married man and had a hot, gorgeous single girl. It, it's basically like the whole dude, you already have a pussy. Why do you need two? <laughs> I'm selfish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, so, because that's just how we live. That's our <laughs> lifestyle. And you know what? We've been searching for the right girl for a while now. Yes. And it took this long to find one that was all, all down for who we were and the life we live. Yes. And She's an amazing woman, and we are happy we met her. And for them to act the way they did, it was very disheartening in the fact that... And then the next thing I hear from the from the, 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 the brother that didn't cause all the problems, but Jay, yeah. was still defending his brother for whatever reason. I get it, but says, I thought you guys promised you wouldn't bring this lifestyle around us. First off, we didn't promise that. The only thing my, my wife promised was to his girlfriend that we would 
be a little more tame around her. I to not make her feel uncomfortable. Yes, I said I'll never try to flirt with you or hit hit on you. We're not going to be trying to flirt with the like your family members, like like A and G or your man. Like we're not going to try to get you guys to be swingers. That's not what this is going to be. You're my friends, and that's it. But you know what? The fact that you had it like bring this lifestyle around you this isn't fucking drugs but it's not like we're like in the drug cartel where we brought cocaine around them or anything like that that this is a fucking this is our sexual choice we we only have so much free time between work and school and the kids yep that we have one weekend free every other weekend to go out that is the time when we choose to go hang out with our friends and our swinging things that we do. Yes. But yes, Saturday has usually been for for the friends. Hell, even we we've gone we've gone to the, the sex club on a Saturday, but because it's in PA and they close earlier the bars, we usually go and meet up with them after, and yes. it's kind of hot because we're like they don't concerts, know where we went, <laughs> and then we meet up at the bar after. Exactly. This is our lifestyle, and if they can't accept our lifestyle, then. That's a problem because we're going to bring our lifestyle around. We are. And then that means we're going to have decreased time spent with you guys because I'm not, I'm going to choose different things to do with different people. So we're on the car ride home and I can't apologize to this girl enough. And she was so sweet because she's like, guys, it wasn't you. It wasn't you. They're assholes. And she goes, I'm so sorry that you guys had to go through that. They, they really judged you guys. Like she even said it. And then she kind of starts telling us how a was kind of making her feeling, uh, feel a little uncomfortable. And she was telling us some side things that we didn't see or notice throughout that night. And I kept saying like, man, I really, truly, um, wish I had kind of paid a little bit more attention because if I had seen that, I would have 100% picked up on it and been like, absolutely not. This needs to stop. A, you're being a creeper, you know? So we get back to the, uh, we get back to our house and I pretty much am at the point where I'm like, I understand this girl doesn't want to do anything. It kind of was a sucky ending to the night in a sense. So if she doesn't want to, no big deal. She is still down. She's like, I really like you guys. I think you guys are so hot and I still want to do this. So, all right. Well, we get back to the house. We immediately beeline it for the bedroom. <clears throat> we all get kind of situated and, you know, we, we turn off the lights and everything because she kind of wanted the lights turned off and, you know, and, and kind of make it more, more kind of dark and mysterious like that. And, um, <clears throat> we get me and her start making you out. And her, did you get to the naked part of you two? Or at least tops off. I forget what happened at that part. Well, we're naked. Okay, you two are naked. Yeah. I'm not. No. I, I, my pants are off and my hoodie was off that I wore. Uh, you two are in the bed making out. And I think I laid down. Oh, excuse me. And the next thing I hear is uh, she looks at you and goes, I don't think it's fair that he's not undressed. <laughs> yes. So you literally get fully naked and you get back into bed. And as soon as, as soon as Chris gets into bed... We kind of fulfilled a little bit of his fancy, not too, too much, but I'm sure that'll be changed next time. But we literally put, she's on one side of your cock and I'm on the other and our mouths literally yes. give you a blowjob at the same time. Pretty much. Up and down. Then, Up and then down. Then taking turns. Taking turns. She'll suck and then I suck and she's one's, groping your balls. Yeah, one's and, down uh, below, the other one's sucking the tip. And it How'd that feel, by the way? The best experience of my life. Was it really? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Well, how could you say no to that? I that mean, is come true. on now. So, so that's going on. And, you know, me and me and her, I'm kind of groping her. And, you know, we're kind of feeling around at each other. Um, we're, we're kind of rubbing down. Like, we're just rubbing, though. There's no, like, really major finger play down there. Just kind of rubbing. And uh, you kind of 
we she kind of rolls off into the middle i'm on the end and you it kind of we kind of dove a little bit because we we spent a lot of time on your cock for a while there yeah, it was a good 15 20 minutes yeah 15 20 minutes of just worshiping your cock and then she pretty much um gets in the middle and you reach for the condom and i think there was that awkwardness of like who do i start with first and we've kind of always talked about this that I get you all the time, and I really wanted to see, you know, this, you know. So you kind of you, you climb on. You, she's she's in in position. She's ready. Like she is literally moaning back, and, and waiting on up. her back, knees up. So you put your condom on, and you start going to town on her. Like you, you her you, legs were pretty much touching her head. Yes. Had her legs up. Your head was like right next to her head. That's the only thing I didn't like about the darkness. I did not know her legs were up. That that's actually the yeah. first time I'm seeing it. Her legs were they up were, there. They were they were high. <laughs> so, and you know, you you start out nice and slow for her, and you guys are kissing, and I can see that part, and you you're kind of like rubbing on me, and I'm kind of like rubbing her like side, and you guys start going hard, and it's going harder and harder, and you are fucking the shit out of her, and. This girl, you can tell when she comes because she breathes heavy when you're doing it. But, I mean, hell, I, the neighbors probably would have thought, like, she was getting murdered by us because you could hear it build up. And then she would just let out this long-ass moan. And she came back to back. So you should be proud of yourself for that one, honey. I was very proud of myself. But I was also happy that she was enjoying herself. Because yes. to me, that's the most important thing. Right. I mean, I, I'm a guy. Once I get off, I feel relief. Yes. I my all I care about is making sure they both are satisfied. Right. And you guys are kissing each other, but now you guys are going at it for a good 15 20 minutes. I'm kind of and you did make it like you have your you keep trying to touch me with your hand. At this point I'm looking at it going I don't know if this is as much of a in-depth threesome as I thought it was going to be because this girl does not want him to to get off of like she she she's really enjoying him pounding her and she had told me it had been a while for sex with her and, and having really good sex and I'm thinking to myself I think this is now more of a cut cold experience for me because I'm still turned on I'm touching myself while you guys are doing this this isn't like I'm just laying there like not doing like anything I am thing. <laughs> totally touching myself I'm super wet it's amazing and it's not like she didn't touch me earlier or kiss on me and no, she kept no. saying how gorgeous I was yeah, absolutely you guys have had you guys in two days you guys had a good amount of physical contact yes which is why I'm very I, I, I keep going back in my head as to basically how this ended was you guys stopped and. It was the end of it. I, I think a couple things played a role in that. A, like you brought up, you said she hasn't had good dick in a while. Yes. And maybe, I'm, I'm not toot my own horn, but she did come twice. So I'm you thinking are really whatever, good. Whatever I was doing. Ladies, I will tell you, he is fantastic. What, so obviously whatever I was doing was good for her. You guys are moving the entire bed. And <laughs> she... Uh, I, you know, maybe it just wore her out. Pop, it could be yeah, some coming takes a lot out of you, doesn't it? It does. And she also didn't get that much sleep the night before, and she had then drank had before the she was weird a little hungover. Then we had the situation. I mean, we didn't get home until four, four thirty. Absolutely, it's already. It's already. The sun's getting ready to come the up. Sun is getting ready to come up. So you kind of climb off of her, and yeah, you could tell my husband and I are so in sync. I'm not upset, but I'm kind of like, what the fuck, man. I didn't get to get off at all. I mean, because I, I was, I, I didn't want to like start. I wanted my coming to be either from her or you or something that we were doing in that aspect. No, absolutely. And I, you know, I feel like there's more to come. And I think that was just 
Yeah, it but was just the way the every everything. You could kinda... tell that I think you didn't know what to do because you well, were like, "Shit, my wife, she... my wife is laying there. I just got to fuck this really hot girl, but it wasn't we. It, if we had gone in there knowing it was going to be a cuckold thing, this wouldn't have been an issue. But we went in, and even she even said she was on my Snapchat saying, "Where I'm gonna fuck this girl tonight?" You know, and that's where I <laughs> I I think it was just the situation with. All the drama that happened just not recently. Yes. Her being tired, her coming twice. Right. So it and kind of. I think it just wore her out. She and she kind was of just stopped. ready to be she done. She was ready to be done. She was ready to be done. And you literally were like, because you, you were showing her attention while you were doing it. You kept kissing on her and everything like that while you guys were having it and kind of talking dirty a little. Like, you you know, that whole typical, like, you like that baby type of thing. And as soon as you were done, you didn't even give her, you gave her, you were on top of her still, but you literally kind of leaned half your body over to me, like, are you okay? What do you want me to do? And I was like, no. I, I can tell it's not going to be fun. I don't want you met fucking me with, so, with her tired. So she gets up and goes to the bathroom, I think. Yes. And that's when we had a quick moment to be able to, are you okay? This is not how it's supposed to end. But I, I think there's circumstances and reasons for it. But if you want to do something, let's go. And I, pissed off not at him or her, annoyed at the situation, go, I'm fine. It's whatever. Dude, it's late. I just want to go to bed now after all this fucking shit. And you were you handled very well. You were like, "But baby, it's okay." And I'm like, "I and I said it's. I'm not mad at you guys." And I roll over, and so she gets in the bed, and you climb in between the middle of us. Yes. And yes. you you kind of you're you're trying to cuddle me, and I'm literally like, "No offense." I don't want to be touched right now because this just wasn't what... I mean, don't get me wrong. It was so hot with me and her. Like, she was sucking on my nipples. I mean, our bodies were, like, literally groping on each other. When she went to the bathroom, if we would have just started going at it, if that would have either woken her up or livened her up. It could have just been our fault. And maybe she was waiting for you now to maybe climb on to me. It's quite possible. I mean, let's be honest. We've had a few, but we're not, like... You know, there hasn't been 45 threesomes. Right, but we also have never had a threesome where we had such judgmentalness that happened yes, prior. with so much so drama and so much issues. We and- literally get four hours sleep that night because I, I hear stirring around. I actually thought you got up and, and were, maybe well, went to the store. Because you, you like to get me coffee in the morning, which is very sweet. And I felt like she was still in the bed with me. So I still wasn't fully awake, so I didn't turn around yet. And I was trying to wait, make myself awake, you know, let me wake up before, because if she's already awake, I don't want to be groggy talking to her. Um, I want to give her my full attention. And then I hear the door come back open, like relatively quickly. And I look and it's you and you climb into bed and I go, oh, wait. And I look over and you were like, oh no, she got up and I walked around and I gave her a you know, goodbye kiss and made out with her and that's it. And you were like, so, and I was like, not going to lie as it, it was the worst, best night and the hottest yet disappointing night because it was hot with all the moments that it was, but I left unsatisfied, yeah, which, which we ended up. I took care. We of took that care morning. of that morning, but uh-huh. I will. What did you do two times that morning too? Yes, and then I went and like cammed later, and you then did like three or four more times. <laughs> yes. you were definitely worn out. I was worn out. Point. Yeah, I've been. I I slept. So, I slept until like eleven o'clock you know, this morning from all my. Stuff. There's no judgment on the situation. She's an no. amazing woman. She still wants to keep talking with us, and and she wants she she's, wants to have more time. She wants to do it again. She's done nothing but say such amazingly good things about you. Yes, and it makes me wonder if it was just the moment and the situation. 
end of I comfort think so level. because she even she even said that she hoped I was okay um, because of, of us now we haven't spoken to those friends yet now I will tell you that these friends are also very known for alcohol played a major part everyone was extremely drunk with the exception of us we weren't extremely I, drunk I was probably the second most sober one out of us because she was definitely more sober than me. She was definitely sober. You were sober enough to but drive. But I wasn't going to let her You weren't drive. even that buzz. You no. had like that warm feeling and that was it. And have you ever had I, that thing where something happens and you just sober up I was from pretty, the adrenaline? I was pretty buzzed and then after that happened, I was, I, I could still feel like the alcohol in me, but I was pretty much sober. I, I would not have been able to drive. I wouldn't have chanced it. But they were trashed and the, they are very much known for not um remembering things that happened the night before so we've actually decided that we're not going to reach out to these friends until they reach out to us and i've already expressed to chris that there this isn't going to be something i'm going to keep quiet about because it how they treated her and how i feel like i got slut shamed a little bit and how they treated you in terms of jealousy that's not cool for people that you're going to you're gonna be really cool with. And they need to know that you can't treat it. It's mostly for her, though, too. And, and to you cannot you, treat a girl like that. They, they need to understand that this is our life and our lifestyle. And this is the way we want to live. And if they can't accept that, then they can't accept us. And Yes. We don't... If you're going to send us a wedding invitation, you need to say Chris and Karen plus guest. <laughs> all right, I don't know about all that. But <laughs> yes. that would actually be very entertaining. I know. And sound I know. Good. I know. But, plus so one. that's where we're at right now. We we have this girl that we're still continuing a relationship with. She wants to hang. She I mean she does have kids on Wednesday, so we're thinking about going out to dinner, maybe having some more fun on Wednesday. And you know, because uh, we don't have the kids on Wednesday, it's literally the perfect schedule. Um, and we're gonna see where it happens with these with these friends. But I'm hoping that this podcast and what we're doing on social media really opens people's minds and stops being so fucking closed-minded to the situation. And I just hope that people learn from this. Do I love our friends? Absolutely. If something were to happen, we, I'd be there in a minute for them. Can we get this? Absolutely. But yes. they need to be able to open their minds. They need and, to accept us. And accept who we are. And accept that they did a little bit wrong that night. I'm not saying they were awful, but they did do wrong. And they need to accept that and go be able to go forward and yes. realize that this is who we are, and it's not going to be the last time that we bring this girl around if, if it continues to go down the route it's going. Exactly. So that's it for today, guys. Um, I we're gonna if you guys have any questions or relationship yeah, I think questions, we're sex some questions, email questions. On yes, the we we knew this was going to be a longer podcast. We didn't. We have a couple of emails that we received that we didn't get to answer, but we'll do that. I think we're going to do a couple podcasts this week. So, um, but you can send us your questions, uh, guys. Ask me about sex or girls. Ask Chris or about sex or whatever or you want to do ask both of us this is it we're we're open and honest um it's uh swinging along 69 at gmail.com i'm actually going to put that in our show notes. Um, show notes so you can see that you can also follow us on twitter at chris i'm sorry it's it's uh swinging along 69 69 same it, i'm keeping it sorry so it's easy to remember swinging along 69 yes our twitter, handle, twitter handle is swinging along 69 and um that's pretty much it for now. I mean, you could also follow me on my Double Life Wife One Twitter account, but that's that's me kind of giving tidbits or anything. Yeah, there's also a link in our our main podcast Twitter for you to 
Yeah. Go ahead and reach out to her Absolutely. if you but want to talk to her about her. Follow life. us on Twitter, guys, um, and ask us your questions on Twitter, and you know, share us with your friends. Uh, we also share some promotional things that are going to be going on with other swinging sites like the Naughty in Nor- in Nolines. I always say it wrong, but we'll give you the details on that, and and other swinging events that are coming up. And hey. We're, I'm working right now on Saints and Sinners, seeing if we can get some promotional thing. If you guys want to come up to Saints and Sinners and meet us and uh, fuck us, then, uh, you know, <laughs> we're going to have that out there. Yes, so. please. So after you listen, make sure you subscribe as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yes. So you yes. can get every podcast we put out. Yes. We plan on putting out a ton. Absolutely. But all right, guys. So until next time. I'm Chris. I'm Karen. Bye, guys.